All right. Welcome back, everybody. And let me just say, Grayson, I want to say, wow, because week three of Holy Ghost Stories was so good. Yeah. Powerful for sure. Man. God God was definitely working and uh, moving in people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, was it ever really, really good. And so if you have not yet seen uh, the Sunday service and uh, what Greg talked about from this last Sunday, go to the YouTube channel, check it out. It was phenomenal. And the personal testimony story, so good. Yeah. Kelly shared her story, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but it it was definitely a a really powerful moment in the service for sure. For sure. So so the, the role of the Holy Spirit that we talked about this week is that the Holy Spirit leads us through pivotal circumstances. And that's a, a word or a phrase that people have maybe, if you've been around Fair Creek for very long, you've probably heard us say that before. Um, but uh, we want to talk about pivotal circumstances a little bit here today. Um, but the first thing to, I think, maybe get out of the way is this is a role that the Holy Spirit plays in our lives that all of us need. Literally yeah. every person needs to experience this because yeah. no one can say, Hey, well, you know what? I don't have pivotal circumstances. <laughs> I don't face difficulties in my yeah. life. Uh, so I don't need that role of the Holy Spirit in my life. I don't yeah. think anybody could say that. Yeah. Like even Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world still has pivotal circumstances in his life. Right. Yes. Everybody faces them, whether you like them or not, whether mm-hmm. you ask for them or not, because we really don't. Nobody... <laughs> Nobody asks for uh, difficult circumstances or pivotal circumstances, yeah. although sometimes the stuff we do and the choices we make makes it seem like we are asking for it. But <laughs> um, but we all face difficult situations and pivotal circumstances. So nobody can say, well, I don't need that. That's great that that's a role the Holy Spirit plays. I don't need it. Um, no one can say that. Yeah. I mean, we all lose a loved one or... Right. you know, ha- experience a hardship in a relationship, whatever it is, like we're, we're always going to experience that in a broken world. Right. Whether it be things in our control or outside of our control. Yeah. And I would suggest probably both. We for sure, uh, pretty much every person has faced consequences from their own bad decisions or their own choices that they've made that have produced difficult or pivotal circumstances. Um, and probably every person has faced circumstances that were completely outside of their control. Um, perhaps choices that other people made that impacted us mm-hmm. or people who hurt us somewhere along the way that caused difficult situations for us. We all face, I would say probably both of those things, but at least oh, one absolutely. of those two things. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I, I feel like anyone that makes it through middle school <laughs> has some pivotal circumstances they brought about on their own stupidity. Oh so. yeah, that is for <laughs> sure. I can definitely remember a few. So yeah, uh, you'll have to ask me later if you want stories. So, <laughs> um, And so the reason why we use the term pivotal circumstances around here, at least um is those situations, we call them pivotal because they, it's going to sound maybe redundant, but they are situations that force us to pivot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and naturally, every time I say the word pivot, I think of an episode from Friends. <laughs> With Ross. Yeah, you know pivot. what I, Pivot. You know pivot. what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Uh, every time I, I think <laughs> about that. But these are situations, moments in life that we face that cause us to have to change directions. We've yeah. all been there where... Um, Perhaps it's because 
you um, you recognize that you're at a moment in life where you just can't keep going the direction that you're going. Sure. Um, maybe there's a, a, a roadblock in the way that is forcing you to not be able to continue to go that way. Or maybe you just have come to the conclusion, what I'm doing is not working, so I got to try something different. Mm. Regardless of what it, what it is, you hit a moment in life where you're like, I have to pivot. I have to change something's. I can't keep going the way I've been going. Yeah. And, and really, we've had three stories of people and how the Holy Spirit's worked in their life. And really all three of those I would consider as pivotal circumstances. Yeah, agreed. And uh, Kelly's story this past week, um, Kelly, probably the nicest, happiest person at Fair Creek. Yes. Uh, but she went through a life-altering pivotal circumstance and losing her son John yeah. um, to suicide. And she talked about like how she pivoted um after that happened and she pivoted in a wrong direction like she was depressed herself she you know didn't want to live she um had thoughts of suicide herself and was in this really dark place and that's where she pivoted to right um and then later on in her story um she talked about how the holy spirit just comforted her and how she felt like she was in this ditch and sometimes the holy spirit would just come up and check on her Sometimes yeah. the Holy Spirit would crawl into the the ditch with her and just right. let her know that he was there. And eventually she starts to pivot out of that darkness uh, and into the peace that the Holy Spirit provides. Right. Um, and, you know, I think that's something to keep in mind. It's like when you face these pivotal circumstances, you're not always pivoting uh, to something good. And right. what's going to grow your faith and, and bring you closer to Jesus. Sometimes you face something and you pivot away. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and that was really, I thought, really powerful imagery that she used. Mm -hmm. But that was the key. It was when she came to the point where she was letting the Holy Spirit speak to her was when she finally was able to pivot in a direction that would lead toward hope and peace, um, comfort, um, towards actually growing uh, her in her life and moving her in a God honoring way versus pivoting in a direction, um, you know, outside of that. Yeah. It was when she f- actually started letting the Holy spirit lead. And that's the thing that Greg talked about this Sunday is that the Holy spirit came. One of the main reasons that he came was to lead us through situations just like that. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, again, phenomenal story from Kelly, um, we didn't do it justice hardly at all here. So if, again, if you haven't seen her story, it is in the service from this last Sunday. Uh, you should check that out, but for sure, uh, absolutely. And, uh, but so just, again, some really powerful imagery as well as a really cool story about how to the point you were making, you could, you definitely can come to a pivot point, a circumstance in your life and pivot, you know, um, the wrong direction, I guess, if you want to say it that way. Yeah. Um, you absolutely can. Um, but it is in trusting and being led by the Holy Spirit that allows us to pivot in a God honoring direction and in a way that will grow us and in a way that will provide us with peace and comfort because mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit came to give us those things. You mentioned last week in, in the podcast, the fruits of the spirit, right? And some of the, the love, joy, peace, patience, those kinds of things that are defining markers of a person who has the Holy Spirit. Right. The Holy Spirit came to give us those things, but if we refuse to be led by him through challenging circumstances, then we will, you know, those circumstances will cause us to forget what we know to be true 
And they will distract us from that peace, that comfort, um, that hope that he came to give to us. Yeah. We won't experience it unless we are allowing ourselves to be led by him. Yeah. And having that source that's producing the fruit, it's like, you know, if you're watering a tree with Gatorade, like every time, instead of like water, like it's going to change how the tree is. And like when you pivot into the Holy Spirit and like the peace he provides, then that's what's going to produce the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Um, And yeah, one of the things I loved um, was Greg, he talked about how, you know, we could be focused on our circumstances and that's really easy to do, you know, um, you know, just getting caught in the loss of something or, you know, grieving something or being angry about something. You could be focused on the, the circumstances or you could be grounded in peace. Yeah. And I think when the Holy spirit is leading us, that's when we're most grounded in peace and producing those fruits of the spirit. Right. When, and when you, you talk about being grounded in peace, then that means more than just a little bit of peace. Yeah. Like God (laughs) did not send the Holy spirit to come to give us just a tiny little taste of peace, just a little bit, maybe, maybe just barely enough to get through, maybe not even enough to get by on, just a little bit. That's not what he wanted for us. It's not what the Holy Spirit came to give us. In fact, um, Romans 15, 13, Greg talked about this passage uh, on Sunday, talks about how that as we trust God and trusting God, let's face it, that is truly tested in the midst of pivotal circumstances, oh, in, in, in challenging circumstances. Uh, it's one thing to say you trust God, but when things are going well, it's real easy to kind of be like, am I trusting God or am I really just trusting me? I, you know, things are going fine. I think I'm okay. The time when we know we're really trusting God is when we're facing difficult situations mm-hmm. and we still manage to find a way to trust even in the midst of that. And so again, Romans 15, 13 talks about that in those times when, when we are trusting God, then the power of the Holy spirit will cause us to overflow with peace yeah. to, to just flow over the top. There would be so much, more than enough than more than we could ever possibly want or need and and we would just have this incredible amount of peace and that's how you get to a point where you hear a story like kelly's or a story like glorious from last week and you think how can a person okay trusting in god sure how can a person face a circumstance like that and still have peace how is that possible well the trusting god is the reason yeah that's how it's possible yeah, and obviously I'm not a father, you're a father, but, um, you know, I, I can't imagine, you know, just how hard it is to lose a kid um, as an infant or as a 17-year-old. Um, it's it's just tragic, but like you said, like, it's that opportunity to trust God. Um, and a mentor of mine from college used to say, like, the, the time we're what you really believe about God where that really shows up is in those times where, uh, you know, you're suffering and you're, you're going through the circumstances that are the hardest in life. Right. Yeah. Now, now Greg mentioned a big fancy word uh, It's not a large word, but fancy the word Trinity. And that came up a little bit in this passage and, you know, there's just a, we don't want to dig way too deep into that. In fact, Greg gave a really great explanation of it on Sunday. So Definitely. listen to what he said there. But the verse that he brought up had a really good picture of all 
three parts, uh, all three persons of God working together. Yeah. I, I love that Greg used this verse just because it's, I, I feel like it's as a believer, it's like money in the bank. Like, yeah. you know, I yeah. want a life filled with peace and joy and hope. Yes, like, definitely. If I could have my life defined by three things, like those are probably like towards the top of the list, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I love this verse. Um, Romans fifteen thirteen, it says, may the God of all hope. So God, the father mm-hmm. fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him in Jesus so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy spirit. Mm. So we have the father, the son and the Holy spirit in this verse. And then, you know, talking about how, you know, filled with joy and peace and overflowing and hope, you know, that's how like I want to face the hardships and pivotal circumstances. Right. And, And I think we all want to experience that. And that's the way that you, that you experience that. And it's just a really cool picture of, um, you know, the three persons of our one true God working together to produce that in the lives of people who follow and trust him. Yeah. And I, you know, you could talk about the Trinity and like, it feels like this super distant thing. Yeah. But in reality, like, you know, that's God who loves you and, you know, wants you to have a life. Yeah. And, and, you know, of course we know that things in this life aren't always going to be easy and, and, and simple and stuff like that, but he does want you to experience peace and Mm -hmm. joy uh, and hope for the future. Uh, He wants you to experience that. And really, as we learned on Sunday, trusting, trusting God, genuinely trusting um, and um, allowing the Holy spirit to speak to us and to work in us is the way to experience that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. Well, this was just a really quick look into what we talked about on Sunday. So thank you guys again so much for watching, for listening. Uh, Thanks for joining us. And please come out on Sunday uh, for part four of Holy Ghost Stories. You're not going to want to miss it. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. And and Grayson, give them how they can watch online if they're watching online with us. Yeah, if you're wherever in the world and want to join us online, if you go to Fair Creek dot online dot church at nine thirty and 11 uh we're streaming the services there so yeah we'd awesome. love to see y'all online we absolutely would and come and join us at nine thirty or 11 o'clock here in the building or online as grayson said yep. we will see you guys next time yep make sure to share the podcast yeah definitely see ya thank you